listeners, and welcome back to the James Bond Complex, the show where we discuss, rejoice, and analyze in the James Bond phenomenon in all the shapes and forms, from Fleming to the films, and everything in between. Ooh. Oh. I'm one of its co-hosts. My name is Edgar. Hi, my name is Matt. Good afternoon, Matt. Hey, good afternoon, Edgar. Nice to see you again. It's like I've never left. It does feel like you've never left. There's an indentation in my couch which <laughs> suggests that might be true. <laughs> Uh, so it's an in-between episode uh, this week. It feels like it's been a little while since we've uh, talked about what our good friends at Dynamite Entertainment uh, produce. Mm-hmm. Been a good solid few months since we've touched any of their material. Yes, yes, it was. So we figured, well, let's dive back into the graphic novels, the comics. Um, but one thing we hadn't done thus far, which they have been publishing, uh, are non, to to an extent non-James Bond stories or James Bond stories that are a little bit more unique, maybe what some in the graphic novels community call uh, one-shots. Or um, single issue, but... Yeah, you know. one-offs, uh, offshoots. No, offshoots wouldn't be quite the same thing. No, it's a, it's, it's a one-issue story. Yeah. Usually the, the, it was just a comic, but uh, in those days that's almost an event. Yeah, these were maybe less so. <laughs> I don't. I honestly, truth be told, I have no idea. I, the fact that Dynamite Entertainment continues to publish James Bond comic books is a giveaway that they're somebody's buying these things. How well are they selling? I have no idea. No idea. Um, but but uh, at least well. they've they've carried us over since Spectre into uh, to no, no time. time to die. Yeah, and, and after, uh, hopefully after uh, No Time to Die, they'll still be. Uh, uh, ongoing James yeah. Bond comics. Yeah. I've, I've been I've been enjoying those. They fairly. are good, yeah. and we're going to talk about a quartet of one shots this week. I'm, I'm holding in in my hand right now the the hardcover edition of James Bond 007 Case Files, uh, delightful cover uh, with uh, Miss Money Penny on it. Look, I like the old uh, Polaroid sort of quality to the picture. Sort of the, the as a vintage yeah. uh, worn yep. look. Absolutely. Oh yeah, great, great sound that effects. Great, great sound of foley. We're foley artists. Yeah. So essentially, what uh, the case files book uh, encompasses are are four stories written written and and drawn by different artists. Uh, there is a story called Service, a story called Money Penny. Guess who that's about? Can you uh, tell us which uh, who's writing and uh, drawing? Sure. Which, uh, so Service is written by uh, Kieran Gillen. It's drawn by Antonio Fuso. Do we need colorist and and letter? No, no, no just them. <laughs> Money Penny is written by uh, Jody Hauser and uh, drawn by Jacob Edgar. Oh. Uh, Solstice is drawn by someone we know a little bit, Ibrahim Mustafa, uh, drawn and written by, actually. Very talented man, that Ibrahim. And uh, the final story, M, uh, which I'm really excited. Finally, a comic book about Judy Dench. I'm really excited <laughs> to get into that one. <laughs> I, I don't think that's the same M. <laughs> Spoiler! Uh, that is written by Declan Shalvey and drawn by PJ Holden. So those are uh, the book cover artists. No, I'm joking. Is by those people aren't important. So <laughs> joking. Actually, comic book cover art is is sometimes better than the art inside the book itself. <laughs> Some yeah, it it not better, but it's it's meant to be more uh, high grabbing than like the the interior is telling a story and the the through multiple drawings the cover selling the book and the color is also telling just one story and just mm. and that story is by me and and sometimes a story that's not even in the book i've noticed a lot 
on the topic of the James Bond monthlies, because I, I buy the monthlies. I, I, there's a store near where I work, so it's, it's not difficult for me to get the monthlies. And when, when you read them and you look at the cover, like a lot of the time, it's like, what does this cover have to do with they're, this they're issue? They're just <laughs> random. And also, they have multiple, multiple uh, variant covers, for, yeah. especially for the James Bond ones. Sometimes I, I have the digital copy and I'm looking, there's like, four or five different copies of the mm. same like the, the same cover not copies but variants i'm like well uh, sometimes they're they're very evocative of what happens in the book sometimes they're just okay it's just, just a cool a james bond poster yeah. you know here's a random james bond poster number 26 exactly <laughs> um so we'll go in order of in which they appear so there's service then there's money penny then there's solstice and we conclude with m Mm-hmm. So let's start with. Uh, so we decided to share the load this week. There are four bo- stories in the book. You read two, and I'll read. So I have two. the metal ones. You have the. the you're, you're, I'm uh, the bread. You're the meat. <laughs> we call it in England. We call it a banger. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sir Roger. Yeah. God bless you. Bless your heart. So since you did not read service... Yeah, so tell me what happens. I will tell you and the listeners what happens in service. Service. A new and controversial administration in the United States has led the special relationship between the U.S. and Great Britain to hit rockier waters than usual. Making matters all the more discomforting for the British is an impending visit to London by the man who leads the way at scoffing at the, at the friendship excuse me, with the Brits the American State Secretary. With the blessing of MI5, head of MI6M has called in James Bond 007 to investigate a recently received package of newspaper clippings calling out the U.S. diplomat in rather unequivocal terms. Bond sets off for the exotic town of Denby, England, uh, to sniff out a possible lead. The mission starts off with a bang via one heck of a doorbell ring, confirming that whoever is behind these threats of the America on the American diplomat's life, they mean deadly business. Hold on though, time for a coffee break. The secret agent follows the clues to a secret hideout of a paramilitary ultra-nationalist group led by a former Marine, Jack Marshall. Knives out tattoo on the back of his shaved head, super nationalistic, violent tendencies, an all-around real nice chap. <laughs> While the old hand beneath the coat pretending to be a pistol trick is appreciated, the agent is nevertheless captured by the terrorists, yet curiously kept alive by its leader. He must have been a big James Bond movie fan. The state secretary's visit to the Imperial War Museum is in full swing when Jack Marshall's his assault group for the assassination attempt. With the help of some good old Q-branch wizardry, 007 slips through his, uh, by his captors and overtakes almost all of Marshall's men, leading to a final pursuit of the crazed renegade just as the latter is on the cusp of accomplishing the murder of the esteemed American visitor. A last second bit of luck and good knowledge of firearms helps our hero take down the enemy and save the behind of a grade A douche, all in the name of good diplomacy. And thus ends service. Very well. Um, it's the best I got, man. <laughs> at this one, honestly, I was, um, 
that's one thing that the Bond fr movie franchise has done that uh, the, the, the the novels and the, the comics haven't shied away is that they like the movies are mostly depolitized. Mm. Am I saying that? Depoliticized. Thank you. That's what I'm trying to say. And the books and those comics, they're very, very, they're, they're about modern day politics. This one is about Brexit, about Donald Trump. It's, They don't hide it. They right? don't hide it. It's it, it it is in it, it is on the paper, which is which is sort of a a, a way to go. Uh, I know. Look, I'm not a comic book reader, with the exception of of, of the James Bonds, uh, understandably. Uh, but from the few people I know, I know one person at work that's a big comic book reader. Uh, I I maybe know one or two others, and it's my understanding. And I am saying this as a non-comic book reader. I cannot stress that enough. Yeah, but it is my understanding that that certainly recently, and and maybe because of the Trump elector electoral victory, for almost four years ago at this point, there is this sort of sense, this wave of more highly politicized storytelling in comic books. That's my understanding as a non-comic book fan from what I've been able to gather. It, it's been like that. Now, I remember the first time Bush got elected. I remember the post... Remember Civil War? The the, the comic book? The movie. Civil War? The movie. Yeah, the comic book is about the, the Patriot Act. So okay. it's been... Comic books have always been like playing with politics, sometimes more, uh, more evident than others, but it's always been there. If you can tell a good story, m my argument is always been the same uh, if story comes first and it just so happens that that story can be used to dabble a little bit in politics fair game no problem when the politics comes first and you're start trying to write a story around the message you're trying to pass that's when i'm like you know it just isn't that good and it's too blunt uh, you know i i don't mind the i'd rather have like a, a bad uh story with politics i agree or i agree then I, I, you know that's the thing with 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 spy fiction is when they try to 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 depolitize is it too much you get direct like uh bad company remember that movie with anthony Hopkins and chris rock or uh, any any spy movie where the villain is a mad industrialist or a, a neo-nazi and it's, it's just They're trying to remove the politics of spy. Like A View to a Kill or A Spy Who Loved Me. Even A, spy, a View to a Kill has, has uh, Russians in it. Mm. So it's when it's, when it's, it's, it's a made-up terrorist or a made-up... When there's too much, too much fiction, it's, it's like the, the kids' movie almost. And I, I honestly, I, I'd rather have politics that whatever your leaning is politically, it's about something. It, it, at least you're going to get... An emotional reaction for it. the the worst it can the movie can do to me is be boring or not speak to you, mm. whether it speaks to you in uh, in the way that you agree with it or something that you don't agree with it. I'm going to try and keep my personal political mm. opinion up to my to me. If you're you, you know, I I've voted right and left all my entire life. Mm. I've never committed to only uh, to a single mm. political ideal. Uh, I have my own personal belief, but this one is, uh, you know, what it rem like I was thinking about uh, all the four stories evoke other other things from the Fleming canon, 
And this one is like a bizarro version of Moonraker. <laughs> this one is a bizarro version of Moonraker. What, you, because of the... In- well, they're not really neo-nat. They're ultra-nationalist. No, they're ultra-nationalist, but you, you get this the, the, you get this secret uh, sort of uh, team. Uh, they're, they're all bald and shaved. They're the... They're they're hiding in, under the ground and they're planning an attack, uh, sort of to, to make England great again or appear mm. great again. Like the, it, it, I'm not saying it's it's a one to one ratio, but there's there's the, the, it feels like somebody took did a sketch version of Moonraker and sort of smeared it, <laughs> and somebody else took that sketch and is trying to make sense of it it's a heck of a lot of it's a it's a heck it's of a, a copy lot more of politicized a cop- version of moonraker huh? it's a more politicized version. it is but even moonraker is, is a bit uh, it was probably it probably felt more in 1950 is it that's 55 five six it probably yeah. it's only 10 years after what the end of world war ii it probably felt more real or maybe not real but it felt probably more Possible, or I think the different the new the difference there would be that I think everybody agrees that Nazis are assholes. Whereas yeah. I think when you talk about oh an or whether a, an American administration or the administration of of any any federal government, that's where you're like well you will get people that legitimately think they're doing a good idea. You know, they, so that's were, a little bit they, that's politics for you. They, they were they they were war sympathizer during World War Two. They were they, they were uh, England. Uh, people, American people that were pro-Nazi. It's a, uh, Disney apparently was himself was allegedly a uh, big fan of that. Are, are we talking forty-one fifty-nine? No, no, no. Uh, forty-one. I'm, I'm just saying fifty-one forty-nine. Excuse me. I'm just saying it's also a fear that the Nazis might return mm. somehow. Oh, I don't think that's much. There's much of a secret that groups like the I know that's what that's that's probably what, like I said it, 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 it it's not a one-to-one remake of Moonraker at all there's no giant missile but there's there's uh echoes echoes yeah, yeah that's probably a better way to say it. there's an echo of uh, of Moonraker for that one that I felt strongly mm. uh at times not like I said the the, the, the other ones have more one-to-one no. like equal, I think equivalency the closest uh, ratio or the tightest ratio is the fact that it's James Bond staying in England on a mission. And yeah, that's getting, that's probably yeah. also what, why I feel uh, the moon because it he's just a, he's home on the entire time. Yeah, there's even the gag about oh, well, the missions used to take me off to exotic locations. Like that's, that's and the, uh, the art role is also. Uh, Yes, it's that's that's becoming like a, a almost thing a running gag. Yeah, well they've they've let go of that. Well, then again, he, it's it's uh, the the the, the latter stories like the the Goldfinger story and the one they're publishing now. He's he's not in Britain. No, is he in Britain in the new one? I don't remember. Uh, what's the current? There's only been three of them. So Wait, I, I haven't read. Uh, you know what? It's it's not on my download list. I haven't gotten those. Yeah, well, there are only three in, so you're not missing that much yet. But uh, I'll get. Oh yeah, after we'll get there when we get there, which will be in like two years from now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At Thanks, offers of current James Bond story published early 2020. <laughs> hey, the more material, the happier I oh, am. No kidding. You're telling me, man. I'm sen- I'm sensing another three to four years until Bond twenty six. So, yep, keep it coming. Keep it. Um. Anyways, uh. So back to service. We got four of these babies here. Yeah. Uh, artwork. I like it. Different. The, 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 unexpected. All, I, I, honestly, I like I like all of them. 
all the artists that worked in this one, but this one feels a little bit grittier, a little mm -hmm. bit uglier. It's not meant to be this uh, pr pretty, pretty, pretty pictures. It's no. not. It's not. And I like. Uh, we'll go. We'll go. We'll describe each artwork as we go along. But this one felt g grittier and a little bit nastier. There's a lot of violence. Of violence. There's a harder edge to this one. I yeah, find. Yeah. It's it's. It's, an, it's angular. It's very angular. Very aggressive. Uh, I I dug it honestly. I'm I like the 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 storyline. I like the yeah pass it pass it on. Um, so I can give more of my impression. But, you know, the violence is there. Um, it, but it feels like and that's something I, I I'm guilty of as an artist. I think he probably used references, especially for the buildings and some of the uh it's some of the exteriors. Oh, and I love I love some of the gadgets, the the the, the smart glasses. <laughs> I kind of like those gadgets. I love that because the comics haven't really gone full out with the gadgetry, so for no honestly for for a story that's so gritty and so dark uh, for and for which the subject matter is so dark it was maybe a little bit weird seeing like here's super cool gadget <laughs> but i still appreciated it but just because like the graphic novels really haven't given them that many gadgets so far and they've the, been doing this thing for like four years at this point we barely get any gadgets the, and and they're most of the time they're, they're like oh i got this new bullet that explodes people from the inside so yeah this one is just it's it's it, it's not it's not something that q gives him and that's reference it just he uses it and you understand that oh he's making a phone call um no, I, I I like the grittiness. I think it, I'm not sure. Is it the same guy who did the parts of uh, the body? I that I don't know. Oh, well, that's because his rendition of James Bond face does remind me of the artwork for the body. That could be. That could like, be. Especially one issue in particular. But yeah, I do like the artwork. I like the story. Uh, but like I said, it's very. It's politically charged, but if you like spy fiction, I think you need some politics in spy fiction because if you don't have spy... Well, it can be inspired by the political landscape, the political climate of a particular era that one, that, that a writer or, or an artist, artist, artist? No, that's not what I meant. An artist lives in. Um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's art-inspiring life. That's, that's where that expression comes from, when art, uh, art imitates life, excuse me, not inspires. Although it can do that too, but... Uh, there's, a, there's, a, well, there's a good line in that story when Bond is captured by the, the ultra-nationalists and they're telling him, you know, you know uh, we have to protect England, England has been compromised, you know, down with everybody else, and Bond says, you know, I've saved... I've risked my life time and again for this country. A Britain so violently afraid of what others say about it is not a Britain I recognize. That's a good line. That's a good line. That's a good line. I like that. It's a powerful line. It's it's a line that speaks to a the political climate that that's reigning in in some circles, anyways. And it also says a little bit about Bond too. You know, Bond is he's a civil servant. That's the one thing that people. He's constantly. The, the, you know, the oxymoron about Bond is that they have to constantly modernize him while adhering to the tropes that Fleming came up with. And that's an example of the modernization. You know, the Bond of the Fleming would maybe have some funny ideas every once in a while. Whereas this, the you know, they can't 
that wouldn't sell no. if that if Bond actually thought those things to that effect. So this Bond is like, well, you know, this is ridiculous. Like I've I've saved the world and this country God knows how many times, and this is not making any more sense. Like, go to hell, you people. <laughs> you people are weird. Yeah. Um, do you, do do you have had to add more? Because I mean, we got three more of these. Uh, it's true. We do have three more of these. Uh, I would maybe just say I liked the the bookending gag about fiction, about British fiction. Uh, there's a little gag about fiction at the oh. start of the book, and then at the end when Bond saves the the Secretary of State, you know, he says something to the effect of, you know, well, we might be just good at writing fiction, but it's pretty useful fiction. It's pretty useful fiction, <laughs> which is like almost like a meta gag. It is a, met- a meta gag. The it James is. Bond brand is fiction, and it's it's very evocative of of, of the British to this day in 2020. Um, so, uh, which one's next? Uh, next comes. Is it Solstice or because I have Money Penny? Uh, Money Penny's next. Money Penny. Okay. <clears throat> Let's do this. <clears throat> While M and Money Penny are in Boston for a presentation on national security, we witness key moments in Money Penny's childhood. Recension in the Secret Service, being appointed as M's assistant and bodyguard while exiting the university, Money Penny. Now, while exiting the university, Moneypenny's keen sense pick up a threat. Firefight ensues. Moneypenny, with the help of other agents, is able to eliminate most of the assassins. Her skill, sense of observation, allow her to deduce that one of the university's professor's assistant actually was a traitor. The story ends with M thanking Moneypenny for her help. You know, it's it's it is a it is a short short single story. It's not very brisk, yeah. It very brisk. I try to be as concise as I could be. Uh, you get you know they're they're going to Boston. Almost the the action part is almost superfluous to her, her, her bringing up because you see her as a child. Hmm. And you see her, and that's the one thing I wanted your opinion because I'm, I'm I'm my opinion. Yes, no, stop it. Yes, I do. I, I first of all, I like the artwork, but it's not it's not as uh, as gritty as uh, the first story. This one, it is, is a stark. It's interesting that they put this right in after service. It's it, a very stark contrast, uh, artistic, visually. Yeah, when you pick up the, but I, what I like about it is that it you know has almost um, an animated look. It's very, it's pretty. Looks a little bit more, yeah. There's maybe a little bit of Archer in there. <laughs> I, uh, just a tip. Uh, Are you gonna pay for your lunch? Just the tip. Oh. Um, actually, I don't have any cash. Can you get it? Sorry, I also need cab fare. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. There's a purity and simple. The lines are very simple. There's an elegance that the other one. The coloring is simple too. Yeah, it, it's flat colors. It's mostly it feels almost like a children's book at times. <laughs> yeah. M has hair. He hasn't had hair in a lot of these too. He's letting he's letting it grow. <laughs> he's letting it grow. It, it looks a little bit frumpy. Also, in some of the other mm-hmm. books, he looks a, bo- a bit more buff. He looks frumpy. 
uh, in that book. Yeah, it does look like something that you would uh, here, kids. Here's this coloring book. Fill in the lines. You know, well, it sort of looks oh, like that. Let's let's give this to a little girl that loves James Bond. <laughs> Read about Miss Moneypenny. <laughs> Which is not. It's not an insult. It still looks nice, no, but it it's looks true. Nice. I think it is. Um, if I was, you, no, I've I've spoken about the animated James Bond, the animated series. Yes. I'd probably use that artist to design James Bond, the, uh, Secret Agent 007. Yes, I, I would probably use that <laughs> artist to design the look of the characters because I feel he has a good sense of you know you need simple lines for animation, but you also need a good sense of to give the characters well character, and I feel he achieves that. Uh, you know what it is. You know what it is? It's the shadowing. The shadowing is very, very subtle and light in this, whereas the artist that does You mean service, the ink? The, uh, no, really the shadow. Like, what I do you mean the shadowing? Well, the shadow, look how there's a lot of darkness in this panel right yes, here. Yes, that's a lot the of ink. Darkness. Well, it would be like, well, I know, I understand the concept of yeah. inking, but there's no light hitting this cat. The light is hitting no. the character from this direction. So this is in shadow. So he dis the artist chooses to make it particularly it's, dark. It's moodier than uh, exactly. Whereas this, it's like, I guess it's almost it looks like nobody the, even has a shadow. It, it, Nobody's it, standing next to a building. It's like there's no such thing as sunlight blocking light. But the uh, the story itself is not as dark or as adult themed, I guess, because uh, this is about just a woman getting a, woman? a job. Uh, a woman getting a job and being good at her job because that's the, the, I also love the, the money penny vision where she's so the, analyzing everything money B penny vision I like that Bond has that in one day of the uh, in Varger Casino Royale oh is it in Varger I think he does oh it's in Casino Royale is it in Casino Royale well the uh, the uh, the adaptation of yeah. filming uh, I don't remember maybe maybe both in I'm not one sure of them. But he he has like she has like money penny vision where she identifies all those threats and people are sort of chastising her because all the other agents that are on the trip sort of are more relaxed in mm. their job they're like they're, chumps they're some of them are drinking even like not not getting drunk just having a drink and she's always like sharp sober and she takes her job super seriously and that's mm. why she's the last line of descent. and you see her, her origins you see her as a child uh, that, that's the one thing i wanted your opinion is that there's a flashback scene where the first thing you see you see of her as a child she witnesses uh, what looks like a terrorist attack and i'm like when like it looks like it's it's based on an actual a still from a news reading or something it feels hmm. it feels like it's a reference to something maybe I'm 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 I'm, I'm missing something on 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 cultural reference I don't know death toll continues to rise they don't really that's not 911 either there's nothing really specific about the panel. But I shouldn't say the panel, but what's on the TV. I, I was panel. trying to figure out what it was because it depends on their age. Is she meant to be in in, in her late twenties or thirties or late thirties? They don't really give 40s? it away. That's a, the thing. It's a, it, it puzzled me a little. I bit. see Money Penny a couple of years younger than Bond, and Bond in my head is between thirty five and maybe pushing forty. So like my my in my head, Money Penny's like thirty two, thirty three, thirty four. But then that's just me though. I don't really. Uh, I think most people would agree. And like uh, Fleming says uh, in his book that uh, the, you retire as a double, double agent at uh, 45. So he's between, 
35 and 45 yeah. gives him a good 10 years of active duty so enough time for some adventures yeah but as as far as the artwork i still like the artwork i like it's the simplicity uh of it the coloring's pretty good uh i i did like the fact that uh let's turn the tables i'd like your opinion on the fact that so money penny thwarts this attempt on on m's life and and maybe on, on the person that invited m um but we don't know why it's just it was an attempt and they had she had, we who what why where what was the object well the objective was to kill him but why and who were these people it's never divulged it's, i thought of thought that was kind of like you know what that's not the point of this story the point of this story is to discover money benny it's not to the, the details of the plot aren't important you know do you want and this one stretched i had to i have to stretch to find an equivalency in um in fleming canon but this one sort of reminds me a vague, 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 vague echo of *Elderment Rarity* because it's a story that doesn't really involve the main character, and it's about a, sort of a mystery because there's a traitor, but it's not really a mystery because you really don't care. There's an element of, eh, it's just a story about a character, like it's character based. Yeah. Well. Uh, like I. Yeah, I think maybe the your Moonraker one for service made maybe. The other two have more, more sense, strong right? equivalency, uh, but this one. Uh, hmm. They might not always be trying to echo Fleming. No, I it's, don't it's, think it's an interesting exercise. I, but I don't, don't think they, they they are trying, but the next one they might. I'll, I, we would have to ask uh, Abraham if he does, because the the next one Solstice. I, 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 seriously, okay, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll, get, we'll get there in like five minutes. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but no. So I, I, I liked it. Uh, the f again, it's it was an interesting objective. This one. Oh, let's do a money penny one shot. What would a money penny one shot be like? I, I guess this is what you come up with because it's not like, you know, M is not going to call Money Penny into the office and say you got to go get Hugo Drax. You know, no, you know, she, you got to go get Gustav Grey. You're gonna it's send like, my bacon, basically. That's what. You're yeah, talking. it's like you know, you got to do it clandestinely and make sure nobody can see me eat. Because well, I'm trying I, to lose. I like this version. I keep of... telling people I want to lose weight, so I don't want them to see me eat too much bacon, so we can go get my bacon. But, but <laughs> I, I, I like the comic book version of of Money Penny. She's close to a Naomi Harris, but she's a little bit. Uh, you know, Naomi Harris, I know she can do comedy, but she's in those movies. She, those movies are so so dark and and dreary at times. She doesn't. She's not as playful as as, as I wish she could be. Oh really? I got, I, I do uh, get a playful. She's, I think she's playful in in Skyfall Inspector. It just she's you, know, you don't like the little birthday joke about I, that's the one joke I, I, I you don't see there that much you know me i, I love naomi so I'd, mm -hmm. I'd, i i could you know one of the few people who would like to the see money a, penny spinoff i was has. watching <laughs> that commercial where she's she was selling a, the new phone and the camera that sony was selling at the time like oh she's running all over the place yeah, and yeah. like and it's, it's so stupid because she's just looking at her cell phone's like oh i can see you and i'm like yeah but you can see you because you're <laughs> You got the light in your face, in the like when you think about it, it's, it's silly. But I like her in in action mode because she's a good actress. Also, she's she damn good looking. Uh, I barely noticed. Barely noticed. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the, the the closest thing I can get to more more Naomi Harris as uh, Money Penny. But I, I I I like the way she's drawn. She looks like she looks like a nice person. That, that yeah. Naomi Harris doesn't look like a nice person. But I I 
particularly love the way uh, she's drawn in that book. In that one. Yeah, no, yeah. she's drawn really she's got well. She's that, that, that pink dress. That yeah, really no, it's good. Looks it's good. good. It's, it's very womanly, but then you see her pull out the gun and she's the one shooting everybody. Yes. You're like, oh, that's pretty efficient, actually. That's good. You know, that's a damn good disguise. Show up as like really girly, womanly, and then you, well, it turns out you're the one that's going to save you're everybody. You're a pistol-packing mama, mama. Exactly. So, no, that I kind of like that. Actually, I never even put those two things, that, that those contradictory notions until like right now and in this review it's and uh, she you know the the the, the miss money penny of the book is barely a character she she's got yeah maybe maybe 20 lines in the entire fleming canon mm, mm. but it is interesting to see how how an artist and and a writer would would tackle the character it does feel even though you know this is supposedly Ian Fleming's James Bond, sure, right, guys? Keep selling us like that. Keep selling it to us like that. Let him let him call the office on his Q branch glasses. Um, but uh, you know, even though there's not much to be inspired by Money Penny in the books, this still feels right. The way they handle the character, yeah. this like yeah, she probably would be like that if she. Well, was, if you, you know, modernize the character, she, she'd be like that. If you, it's uh, that's and also, a, I mean, the, the, all modern incarnation of James Bond sort of become a mudge budge of everything that has come before. Mm. Like it, I would say, not even just the movie, even the video games. I feel like have an, have a, have had a, an effect on, on the movies and the, any piece of media. I mean, the way like like the golden golden eye game was a tremendously popular game at the, at the time and i feel like there's a sequence in diana that's looks like it's 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 a cutscene from that video game he's in the office and he's shooting it's it seems like it's referencing golden eye oh, i never thought about that but that's a possibility could be referencing golden eye. it seems to be that movie is referencing everything but so it probably it, is referencing golden eye the game um do you want to add more no, uh, well, just a little, a uh, little bit ballsy of her to uh, sort of a, throw a little quip on maybe the assumption that that one dude is the culpable party, and it turns out he is. I'm, I read that, I'm like, what, what if he wasn't? <laughs> like, whatever, it's a comic book, so it's fine. It's, That's how good she is. It's how good she is. Sense of observation. <laughs> I do like the Bill babysitter line too. You're right, Money Penny. I do need a babysitter or something like that. Yeah, I, 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 he thanks her, but she, I don't remember what what she she answers back. But I, they have a good repartee. Yeah, no, they they work well together. Oh, and I think I because I was reading that in the bus. Oh, this is gonna date this episode on the bus to Toronto, and I showed you the panel, the the the, the two panels I think where Bond appears, and who does he oh, look he like? He looks like Connery. He looks like Connery. That's it's a, just enough not to get copyright infringement, <laughs> right? But it, it is Connery. Yeah, it is like, that's why I'm saying if you do an animated series, the, the, get that artist to to, to design mm. some of your characters. Yeah, that's a good idea. I can I can see it. James Bond Secret Agent 007. It's like uh, you heard this story before. It's as if I heard it before. I uh, might even have an idea for an opening sequence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we'll skip to uh, James Bond Solstice. Yes. Or as. <laughs> As I called it, a very 007 Christmas. Uh, back from a mission where one of his gadgets had a major defect, James Bond is tasked by M to perform a very delicate mission. It turns out that the estranged daughter of a member of the Secret Service has been targeted by a Russian operative for an extortion plot in Paris during the Christmas holiday. Bond arrives in Paris. Uh, tracks down the, the would-be kidnapper, infiltrates his residence and confirms his intention. 
Bond's infraction is captured via hidden video camera, and soon 007 finds himself in front of, of the barrel of a gun after tricking his would-be killer with his effective watch. A short but brutal fight ensues. Bones kills the, the would-be kidnapper and sends a message uh, to his vi possible victim to make sure she actually does forget about him. Mm. Back in London, M greets 007. The girl threatened uh, by the plot is strongly implied to be M's daughter. Both men share Christmas wishes. The end. Mm. Now... I know where I want to start with this one. It's very vague, very general, uh, emotional response mm -hmm. uh, to reading uh, Solstice. Thank you, Ibrahim Mustafa, whether it's the modern Bond or James Bond origin. My God, thank you. You get it, sir. You get it. You just do. He does. And he draws him, too. He, uh, and he might be my favorite artist or I, you know what I didn't pick up that I mean, he wrote I'm, the Castellanguida I'm, I'm all about Castellanguida Hammerhead and um, uh, Kill Chain uh, very high praise for those two but then you see Solstice and James Bond Origin and you're like that's pretty good too <laughs> you know what we're, that's the one thing I'll say is that most most of the artists most of the stories have been from good to very good there's nothing that we've covered that i would say it is i wouldn't recommend so far yeah. and a, he's coming back in that uh, in that anthology thing the reflections yes. of death there so oof. yes I, yeah, a lot of people are coming back yeah. i'm still waiting for my uh for Casana Guida and um uh, what's his name the guy who wrote uh kill chain and hammerhead i have uh, my i'm drawing a blank yeah me too <laughs> Oops. <sighs> okay, I'll cut that part. I'm still waiting for my uh, hot... Man, forget Hammerhead it. and the Kill Chain duo to come back. Yeah, come yeah. back and finish their... Uh, yeah, well, let's, let's do that. I'm still waiting for the... Uh, what's... Uh, Hammerhead what? and Kill Chain duo. Yeah, to come back and uh, finish their... Uh, what what uh, eventually will be called the Hot Blonde hot trilogy. trilogy. Yeah, yeah they, need a, they need a third Blonde in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but... Ibrahim, you know, there's his po there are his posters online which look amazing. Oh. He plays with Bondian elements at sh in such a brilliant way. Um, and there's, you know, the, 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 the James Bond origin and this one shot, which is... It's so good. It's for your eyes only. Uh, the book, the book, yeah. Well, the short story, yeah. but yes, it is for your eyes only. And, like, and it's, it's done in such a brilliant way that humanizes and sort of it's 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 it is sort of a reboot of that short story but it's done in such a brilliant way because mm. it's such a, a simple idea to turn the the uh the the uh what's her name in the in the it's Melina not Melina Avalok it's not Melin Melina no it's it's Judy Judy mm. Avalok mm. the Judy Avalok and M's daughter and have her just being protected um. <laughs> oh god I love those panels where uh, M hands Bond a photograph of the person he wants to, to find this find this young lady and it's it's not too many panels it's only two or three panels but it's him looking at the picture and the panel shows the picture and the next panel is Bond's eyes going like oh, oh. shit <laughs> I, you know it, 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 uh, us, it could have 
been done so sloppily it could have been done like hey it's your daughter it's never said like we it's only implied and when you read it it it's something that works so well as a comic book that as a as as a as as a pro narrative would be weakened by it because it's a comic book it it's so much more it's fun like this is great comic that's that's the one thing the entire time i was reading this it was, i was like this is brilliant comic book storytelling not only storytelling precisely mm. for it works for the medium it's information that's tell tell told and given visually uh, with with prose that helps the, with the narrative it is brilliant mm. i i don't know if he directs or because he should he's got a good eye he's got a great storytelling he's skill. a very very special talent we we've known about ibrahim for a few well you alluded to the posters uh he, he released oh good good two three years ago at this th- i'm gonna say th- four years ago something like that i think he's been interviewed by gbr a couple of months ago i believe he was I be- yeah well, this, again this is going to date this episode but uh whether that's neither here nor there but yes i believe i'm 99 percent certain oh, you're sure. right on that and you, frankly this may be someone we should maybe try to get on on the show he seems pretty open about that kind of stuff but it's just it's so nice to see a writer slash artist. First of all, it's kind of cool when the writer is also the artist. That's you got to be pretty talented to, to pull those two off because one alone is difficult. I oh, I should imagine that just doing one is tough enough. When you can do both and do both well, whew, uh, that's a that's a great one to punch. You know, as 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 a comic book artist, you have to be a good storyteller. It doesn't mean you. You you, ma- you master prose storytelling, and it's not like this is dialogue heavy. But you you know he's such a good storyteller that you could almost have the entire comic book be without any words. You could you could, and he I yeah you could tell this story really not change a whole lot, and and uh, but through just uh, the drawings uh, and no dialogue. Although I would miss uh, uh, I I love me some Bond Money Penny. Banter he's got I, you some know, good uh, even you know. the exchange I don't remember every bit bit of dialogue it's been a couple of days since I've read this but I remember what, uh, some of the exchange he has with the uh, the would-be kidnapper I don't mm. remember his name I don't remember his name he's either, not but. particularly it's, it's not he's gonna not gonna be I in the bond uh, villains of, uh, one yeah. our comic book bond villains rankings he might not be that high <laughs> that doesn't mean this is not a good book though oh god yeah he just gets it, this guy. I love, I love it when the villain has, you know, he has Bond wherever he needs him, and Bond is like, "I'm gonna fix myself a drink." And we're gonna- <laughs> I know <laughs> it's so Bond. It's uh, just like, oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> so good. And you know, I just mentioned a, a bookend about the 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 fiction speech in the first story we talked about. Here's another bookend: the defective Q branch. Uh, it's not working properly, but he still finds a use for it. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I want to. It's 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 it's. Mm. God, I love. Like I, 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 he needs. They need to. You should make this like an an, an annual thing. The Christmas special. The Jeans Bond Christmas <laughs> special. special. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll see about that. But <laughs> oh, Di- a dynamite has trouble delivering things on time for starters. So let's not. You know. You've get you've gotten the. The live and let die. Um, uh, yeah, which was I think supposed to come out in the summer. <laughs> nah, you know, 
what when what, didn't James Bond Origin Part One come out last summer? We're in February. Like, where's number two? <laughs> oh, you mean the trade paperback? No, the car cover, the collection, the twelve oh. issues, six per six per volume. Volume one was like last summer. We're in February. There's no volume two. They're probably waiting for No Time to Die. They're gonna, I, Maybe, I, I, if I, I were so. a money man, I'd say wait till the movie. We're just running to push sure. James Bond stuff I guess as so. much possible. I guess so. Although it does piss me off a little bit that they pushed back Reflection of Death, of Death because that one sounds really that, cool. That, that one sounded really... But I need to get the, the these other issues that I've I've completely forgot, forgotten about. It's pretty good so far. You know, it's three issues people, in out of twelve. So it's I've like, heard people know. complaining though, like strange complaints about this book. And we'll get there when we get there. Yeah. Um. You know, I I, can, I'm, I feel like I'm not giving, but this is probably of all the books uh, of, of all the short stories. This is my favorite one. Oh, me too. And there's not. It's not. A, and. None of them are bad. They're all good. It's not even close. This is my favorite one by a country mile. And it's not it's like I'm a fan of the artist, and I find I I feel like it's the most Flemingest. And that's the thing. Like I, you said it, but it, it, he it, Abram gets it, and he's a fan. And he's not only a fan of the films, but I think he's he must have read the the. the Fleming material. It does feel like it. It does feel like it. Well, I mean, it's part of the proof in in the pudding is the fact that they brought him in for James Bond origin, which is in the Fleming timeline, not the modern Bond timeline. True, true, true. He must have. So he must have done his homework. And uh, I like the little reference to Mathis, who, who we have never have we ever, we've never seen him in the never graphic. met. We've, we've not he's, met him. He's yet. referenced also, I think, in the Felix Leiter. Could be. Could I think be. there's a reference to the French or something. Yeah, there is a reference to the French. Not not Mathis, but there is a reference to the to the French. I know what you're talking about. But yeah, so he's obviously done his homework. He's a great artist. Look, we're just waxing poetic about this story. It's it's economical. It's a full story. There's a beginning and a middle and an end. And the end is really nice too, where the, he, he they wish each other Merry Christmas in that very stiff upper lip British Secret Service way. <laughs> Feels. But, like one of those Doctor Who holiday spe- Christmas special they have every year. To, I would need to watch one of those to. Yeah. I know you're, you're you're I've I've seen quite a few of them and I'm like there's a there's always like yeah it feels like that. Interesting. Me. Okay. Um, oh, but if that's what they feel like, I might need to watch them. But just the end, like there's always a great shot of London or okay. England, and it ends. I haven't seen one in a couple of years. I think I had my I fin I finished my doctor watching with Matt Smith, and there's been two doctors since, and I haven't okay. watched either. Uh, what's the last one? We finish off with um, this. This is a good segue. You got a Bond adventure, which is in by which Bond uh, is is uh, an off the books mission for M, and then we segue into a proper M. Story, so that's I like how they did that. How they packaged this uh, this book. Is is the digital version packaged the same way? The the all individual issues. They never packed them together. Well, if they did, I I bought them individually. Uh, So this one is simply titled M. M, head of the British Secret Service, is usually the one sending his men and women out in the field to risk their lives for Queen and country. But what happens when the stiff upper-lipped commander? must venture out into the danger that lurks in the shadows. Well, some shadows are longer than others, especially ones from our past. As M finds out one day when a parcel is delivered to his office that contains a horrifying image, a bullet shell he hoped to to never have to think of again. 
Thus begins a self-ordained, off-the-record operation by which the MI6 boss heads off to the only place the special gift could have come from, Belfast, Northern Ireland. Once there, he meets up with his former army superior, Sammy Wells, with whom he served during the controversial trouble troubles in the 1970s. Sammy, still irked by the fact that several Irish Republican army informants got away, uh, got away scot-free through the Good Friday Agreement, blackmails M into supplying him with the names of the said informants. Sammy believes to have the upper hand on the Secret Service leader due to a debatable crime M may have committed during a particularly hairy day during the Troubles. Oh, but M isn't the chief of MI6 because of his charming personality. With some clandestine assistance from Moneypenny, M turns the tables around by connecting with the Northern Irish woman he thought he killed all those years ago under Sammy's orders. In truth, she was Sammy's informant for England, and the army leader had wanted to liquidate her after she had, after she had served her purpose. Life clung to her, though, to say nothing of the fake death certificate that threw Sammy off. What would have been a standoff between M and Sammy turns out to be a meeting between old acquaintances. Just replace the word acquaintances with bitter former English army men and former I IRA members he wanted to kill. And, well, well, we'll leave them to catch up on old times. M returns to London by Monday morning, ready to lead the team of super spies. Hashtag weekend vibes. <laughs> and this ends M. Um, this one, I don't think has an equivalency in the farming camera, but it does have shade of, of uh, Colonel Sun a little bit. Remember that character, the uh, boat driver that had this arch enemy, the Nazi who had war crimes? Oof. I'm stretching. On étire la sauce. Un petit peu. Just un petit peu. Mais j'apprécie l'effort. Just the tip. <laughs> yeah. You're going to milk that one until... Oh, I know. I cannot I... wait. can't believe I'm saying this. I cannot wait to do that Archer Detour so you can stop telling that joke. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's happened. Anna. Lana. Lana. Lana! What? Danger zone. Um, oh, snap. Yeah, breaking news two months after we've recorded this. <laughs> uh, so, yes, M, M, very different. Well, obviously, it's different. It's sort of like our Money Penny story. It has to be very different. There's no James Bond. There's no James Bond. Uh, so, off the beaten path. With Wait, does this he one. even appear? In, in that? No, he's berating 005 at the start. Oh, it's true. The 005 is the, the, the suck up. Not the suck up, the F up. The F up, yeah. Who's. Well, like even Bond wouldn't go into M's office for a debriefing with a bottle of gin or scotch in his hands. Like, what is happening all of a sudden? I trip him. I trip his chair too. If yeah. I were M, I mean, what are you doing in my office like this? But uh, yeah, apparently 005 is not very good. It sucks. Yeah, he, he he. Well, by Monday, my Monday morning, there's a new 005. I yeah. think. Uh, but yes, so an interesting one. We were talking about politicized stories. Uh, and and how you know the politics and history can influence the stories. This is definitely another. I don't know about not 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 super emotionally politicized, but certainly political history, and 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 what they're called the troubles for a reason. You know, a dark time in British yeah. and Northern Ireland uh, or English Northern Irish uh, relationships in in the sixties and seventies and well into the eighties up until 
Well, even today, you know, they're more friendly today, but Good Friday Agreement, I was reading, it was in 1998, and we're talking about shit that started in the 60s. Um, so they did not uh, make up a ceasefire over the weekend, unlike Amber. <laughs> Although I wouldn't call that a ceasefire. I would call... But they I most, would, from what I understand, understand remember, they after 9-11, they, they mostly, the IRA mostly stopped, like, they're, it doesn't, like... It's barely well, existent. Today. Everybody probably by after nine eleven, everybody's so terrified of being branded a terrorist organization that it's like it became uncool. Yeah. I don't think IRA <laughs> was necessarily terrorist, but they were paramilitary yeah. and ultra. Uh, they were like uh, Republicans, and and the English were like the. But the English had their own paramilitary. I don't know why I can't say that. Paramilitary. I'm, I'm not very well uh, versed in in th th that entire conflict. That flag that um, in Sammy's office. Uh, hold on a second. This, again, great radio. Uh, great radio, and I'm singing. No oh, wait. No time to die. Yeah, this this thing, this is oh, like yeah. a logo of the the Ulster Ulster National Force or something like that, which was like the paramilitary people for the English during during those. So yeah, there was a lot of crap going on. It's kind of like here the uh, well, some of the separatists and some of the federalists. But, but if but both sides had paramilitary, yeah, groups? with guns. <laughs> there was the FLQ in the seventies, but that went uh, the way of that dodo. It's not like there's oh. they have secret. No, they in Quebec. They still have secret mil. mil there are like I knew people that were in militias too. Mm. Like, oh, leave the Quebec limb. And I was like, that's to me like as somebody who never carried the gun, that's messed up. Oh, it's one thing to say vive le Quebec libre. That's your choice. It's it's you know whatever you feel and whatever you feel in your heart and your mind. It's another thing to say vive le whatever libre with. The guns popping yeah, in the air. Like here, we you know. we had the, the one of the ministers, uh, Pierre Laporte. Pierre Laporte yeah. got, 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 was murdered, basically. Well, there's there's an example of how cultures are different. How how different the culture is here, where I think it's pretty unequivocal that the the, the death slash murder of Pierre Laporte. Uh, did not win the FLQ any favors. No, it didn't. Whereas you'll do a little bit of Wikipedia reading about the Troubles, capital T. Um, it was like, yeah, let's go get him. <laughs> it's like, okay, guys. That is, I think uh, the, 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 their conflict was more brutal on oh, yeah. every side. Here, yeah. it's, it's it's just that the FLQ, you know, it's, we're not the uh, po the, the uh, politics the detour. Politics detour, but it's it's <laughs> That'll get us in trouble. It's an interesting comparison. The the the, str the, the, the struggle. I wouldn't call it the the, the situation in Quebec and, and Ireland because there's mm -hmm. there, there there's both people like people here. There are people in Quebec that wants to separate. So it's yeah. I'm trying. You you're, you're translating for me basically. Right. Thank you. Appreciate right. No no worries no worries. And that's to say nothing of the fact that there's Northern Ireland and and. Ireland, you know, it's so, so it gets a little bit, uh, gets a little bit complicated. Like I Ireland is more independent than Northern Ireland. Like it's a little, and and I am not saying this as an expert. It's just say you know what little I know and a little bit of reading I've been doing. Like I think like Great Britain does not. When you say Great Britain, you're not necessarily including Ireland, but when you're saying the United Kingdom, you are including Ireland. So yeah, it's one of those weird things. It's complicated. It is. And I might have even gotten that wrong, to be frank. Apologies to UK, British, Northern Irish, and Irish people. Uh, apologies uh, to everyone. Uh, apologies to we're, them. We're yeah. Indians. We're not experts. We're lovers. Yeah, exactly. Precisely. Still uh, another uh, 
Shane's Bond podcast uh, tagline. That's what I forgot to say when we talked about. Oh, it's the same episode in uh, Solstice. Um, check this out. We'll just jump back to Solstice for a moment. Hey, it's our show. We can do whatever we want. It's our show. You can't. You listeners can't tell us what to do. Check out this panel right here and the people sitting behind the Russian spy. Oh. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I heard about that. It's it's Matt and Matt. Yep. That's pretty good. I like that. I think he, he, they own that that pa- that page now. I that's, hope they do. That's funny. That's so clever. That is good. I like that. Good on you. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, back back to M. So we're sort of swinging it back the other way. We're, we're solstice, even though there was an emotional core to that story. There was a, a slight f- sense of fun and games to it. Uh, there ain't no fun and games uh, in M. This this one actually gets down and dirty uh, by the end. Oh, it's it's, um, it's that's the thing. It's most, it's it's probably the most politicized of all the the four stories, uh, but also the most. I I I wouldn't say call it emotional, but I love the conclusion. It it is it's, it, it, you know when you see that little girl get shot and just mm. like it's you, it's a horrible panel. It's horrible. 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 It's yeah. tr- it's tragic. But when you see her like alive, well, and sort of getting revenge. Mm. By what the, about me, wee brother Sammy? What about him? And then he turned out to be a junkie, and Sammy had people beat him to a pulp. It's like good God, like what a horrible horrible i mean to 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 be a part of that whether just as a civilian uh heaven forbid as one of as a member of either of of either of those two paramilitary groups or even the british army i was doing some reading a lot of like the 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 english um or british army folk that went there they, they they were shot and killed too then you have the the paul greengrass movie excellent excellent movie extremely difficult to watch but if you can get through it, it's great. Uh, Bloody Sunday, uh, which is a an hour sort of getting off track, but a great Paul just before he does Born, just before he does Born, um, about a, a a very bloody Sunday in which the English army sent in a particular regiment to look after, let's say, a a protest in Northern Ireland, like uh, Derry in Derry, D E R-R-Y, and. It just—it doesn't take long for the sh- shit to hit the fan, and I'll let you watch the movie to find out. And it's like, oh god. Um, so yeah. Anyway, so just to to live through that and the, the anger on both sides, the fury on both sides, which really, to the 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 writer and the artist's credit, in this end, I I felt it really came across. Oh, like it- there is some unfinished albeit misplaced and you would like people to get along, there is some unfinished business going on here. There's, There's lots of uh, anger, yeah. tension. And it really, that's probably the greatest strength of this bo- uh, the book, the, the story. Barely, you know, we've been b- barely talking about M as a character because he's, he's more a witness to that tension than a, like, well, he's he's, uh, he's a character, but the, the I don't know. It's weird. Uh, well, it's certainly it, it's one of the well, not that that M is a regular character in the books, but be, because he's a supporting player and because he's so stiff upper lipped, 
this is one of the rare times where we see him quite emotional because when he storms into Sammy Wells's office, he's pissed. Uh, oh yeah, and he doesn't hide it. Uh, this is, I mean, it's off the books. It's 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 frustrating for him because he had hoped to leave this in the past. It's it's uh, a very formative episode in his past life. And Sammy's uh, starting to blackmail him. And yeah, he's not having and. But what? I, but that's the thing. I like the fact that well, obviously you expect M to not have any of it, but it's how he goes about not having any that that I really like. And by and the story's the, end, I'm like, yeah, this guy's this guy's James Bond's boss. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> but even the way the story is told, that it's it, 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 the story the, the the storytelling dupes you because he does call M and ask him for a list of contact members and. Um, you're not too sure. Like, is he gonna give him the information? Because mm. he wants basically a list of uh, former informants, if I remember correctly. Yeah, exactly. So essentially, uh, now again, neither of this are, are experts. I, I might sound a little bit more like I know what I'm talking about, but this we're talking about like a few paragraphs on Wikipedia. But uh, so essentially, the names on this list are. You know how uh, the lady was uh, uh, an informant for Sammy. So she was a, a spy. Let's call her a spy for him, who he wanted to get rid of her when she served no more purpose. Well, he's looking for the spies on the Northern Irish. Side. Yeah. So the 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 uh, uh, Irish Republican Army, uh, more commonly referred to as the IRA. So there were IRA informants uh, that w were imprisoned, but at the conclusion of the Good Friday terms, which was sort of the peace. The ceasefire that, that is still in effect to this day. Uh, well, those IRA informants were, you know, for all intents and purposes, legally uh, free. That that was one of the terms. That's where you, uh, Sammy, where M is like, but th those that well, those were part of the terms. Like the legalities set them free. W what do you expect? You know, he's referring to the fact that those informants uh, were liberated legally. Uh, via the, the the good friday agreement so and sammy's having none of it he doesn't no, he, he says that to hell with uh, with justice he wants or to hell with uh, he wants pain give him pain you know so again back to that anger so. but m is very astute m is very sharp he's really sharp in this book we know he's sharp because he's head of secret service but we get to see it in action i think that's what makes this this cool also it's a reinvention of the uh the fleming characters because the fleming character is a uh, an old uh I said he's yeah he's, he's a, yeah exactly he's a he's a sea wolf. Uh, <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. You know, I didn't. I think it's one of those things I I understood subconsciously, but hearing someone say it, it's like yeah, that's true. This is like a total retcon of. Uh, There's of nothing where I came from. like the other ones like Bond. You can see some, but no, this one they they they, they took the 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 character they they kept the personality. Took the background, yeah. Sort of ex excised it and just. We don't know what this M stands for, but it's not Miles. What's it say? It's Matherby, Mallerby, something. Ma like Masservy. Masservy. It's not Miles Masservy. That's for sure. It's not uh, Mallory. It's not Gareth Mallory either. It's not Emma either. That would be <laughs> funny. <laughs> but uh, no, it's it's fun. You know, again, I I would agree. Maybe what you take away more from this book is the the drama. And, and how how layered and how textured the story is, maybe a little bit more so than what how M behaves. Uh, but but I still liked how they treated M in, in this. Yeah, book. but I'm not I'm not saying, but he's uh, there. 
they're telling uh, uh, they're they're telling a fictional stories uh, a fictional story using a, a historical story i did yeah. there's there's something i, I kind of like it i kind of like it it feels uh you know when they put fictional characters in actual like stories well like a bunch of world war 2 movies yeah Bunch of World War II, but maybe not Quentin Tarantino's. Uh... <laughs> the one exception being Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> yeah, maybe more like uh, 1917, for example, mm, which was yeah. like it's mostly fictional. But, you know, the, the, it L- little fiction seen through the prism of of actual events, or actually yeah. actual events seen through the prism of a fiction. A little fiction, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. that's sort of what this is. This is what it is. Um, Thus ends. James Bond 007 case files. Case files. Yeah, I hope they. Well, they haven't. Are there any other ones? You know, I'd love to see their version of Q. Even though he's ba- like, he doesn't do much. I'd love them to hmm. try do a Q a Q story. That's true. They've done Felix, which we'll get to uh, at a later episode. Uh, M, Money Penny. They have yet to introduce Rennie Mattis. Yeah, and yeah, they so. did introduce Tiger Tanaka. Mm-hmm. Which uh, we're going to talk about soon. Yeah, we'll talk about very soon. So, yeah, it's it should be... Um, I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind that at all. It's going to... The only, um, Bill Tanner might be a little bit obscure, but... Uh, oh, he's true. He's one, in one of those books. But I would start with The Quartermaster. Oh, yeah, I would definitely start with The Quartermaster. Mm. But you just know, you just need to... I think they would have to put a little bit more bond in, in those storylines. I don't see running matters the... the the one shot Rennie Mathis sell very well. But well, you'd have to, sh- you'd have. Well, first of all, to do a Rennie Mathis one shot, you'd have to actually use Rennie Mathis in one of the story. We've never seen Rennie Mathis in any of the comics yet. He's his name is uttered a couple times, uh, and I'm not counting the Casino Royale adaptation. <laughs> um, no, those are not in the same continuity. No. Um, so a good book, a good, good book, uh, it's, good volume. It's, it's honestly, if you're not too sure about those 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 comic books. Good starter pack. It's a starter pack. It's gonna it's gonna put you up to date to the modernization of the character because every everything that's that's not Fleming is sort of in those books. If you read that, you're gonna get more yeah. of the other ones. It's a good uh, a good sampler. It's, it is honestly I've we I referenced Four Eyes Only earlier. It is the Four Eyes Only for comic books for the which Fleming. was uh, which was our favorite collection of short stories between of the of the two that Fleming wrote. Yep, it is the comic book equivalent of Four Eyes Only. It's mm. a pretty damn good way to put it. Wait. Oh Jesus! I oh, oh come on! It's not all you, man. It's not all you. question? Est-ce que vous avez des gens partout? Nous en avons partout. N'êtes-vous pas d'accord avec moi? I don't know if that's the phrase. We do have people everywhere. We have people everywhere. I insist everywhere. I wanted to do one of those. So www.thejamesbondcomplex.com, which is at simultaneously serves as our Tumblr account, uh, our HQ. Uh, sort of speak, our HQ, Anchor.fm, uh, which hosts us. Thank you very much to them. Uh, the Facebook page, which is extremely lively, uh, at uh, just search for the James Bond Complex. Twitter account is doing pretty good. You know what? As of this recording, Saturday, February 29th, uh, we're not too far from a 1,000 follows. Not too far. That's beautiful. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, that's at the Bond Complex. 
you're doing a bang up job on the Instagram account. Search for at the James Bond Com. Oh, you're doing more than trying. You're succeeding. You're succeeding. So that's at the James Bond Complex. And to listen to us, if it's not, oh, there's YouTube. I keep forgetting YouTube. Just to uh, search for the James Bond Complex, subscribe and tickle us with the uh, with the thumbs up button. And uh, don't expect any free movies. Uh, <laughs> no, don't don't expect. <laughs> Even if it's an hour and thirty minutes, it's a podcast. Yeah, right. so, oops. Uh, we got uh, Spotify. Uh, we are on Google Play, and of course, we're on Apple Podcasts. I'm going to go with Apple Podcasts. I don't know what it's called. The Apple version of Google. iTunes to do Please. to Google Podcasts. Something uh, like something that. Something like that. So just search for the James Bond Complex. Subscribe, write a review, and pretty, pretty, please leave us a five-star glowing golden gun review. Uh, we're both on social, certain social media platforms individually. I'm at double uh, Twitter at double O pop. That's those are the words double underscore O H underscore pop. I'm uh, mostly on Instagram at Matt O'Claire double O seven. Because I'm that creative. I am sometimes barely. I might actually close that account off at Matt O'Claire on Twitter. Oh, yeah, that's true. You're not really. Yeah, I'm really barely there. there. Sometimes yeah. I'm going to tweet, hey, I saw this. And I'm like, there's no, I don't follow that many people. And when I go, I'm like, I'm so not interested. But oh. yeah, yeah, you know, don't need it. You're more the pros guy. I'm more like, ooh, look at this. And I like looking. Honestly, I go on Instagram and I'm like, I like to look at what my friends want to show. And sometimes I just follow. Oh, that's a good, gorgeous looking uh, gal. Yeah. Uh, that's the way to do it. That's the way to do Isn't it. Isn't that what Instagram is there for? I never shared my Instagram account just because it's there, there's some bond on it. But it's not a bond account. So yeah, my, but mine isn't either. It's mostly just. Then again, since I managed the podcast's Twitter account. It's not like I use my own for that much Bond stuff either. <laughs> None of this makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. C'est correct. Yeah, C'est correct. correct. On fout, uh, but so just as James Bond always returns, so too will the James Bond complex. Uh, merci. Bien sûr. Toujours un plaisir. Et à la prochaine. Au revoir. Au revoir.